that we have, Lord, to have gathered here this morning and worship you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have to bring our offerings and our tithes and, and then share and celebrate with this beautiful family, Lord. We thank you for Tyler's life, Lord. We know that he belongs to you, O oh Lord. So, Father, now we pray that you would just bless us in this part of the service, that you would open our minds and our hearts uh, to hear and to sense what you want to speak into our lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today I want to speak on the theme, um, a disciple's request. A disciple's request. I love this story. I love this story in the scripture because it shows us the vulnerability of one of the disciples of Jesus. And it doesn't say his name. So we're not sure which disciple it was, but it's interesting that the disciple of Jesus approaches Jesus and he makes a request of him, makes a request of Jesus. And we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I, I want us to meditate this morning on, on the thought of our need and, and how we present ourselves to Christ and we ask of him, right? You know, and there's tons of things in life that we wish that we were better at and, and we ask the Lord or needs that we have and, and we ask the Lord, right? Like I, I think about some of the things that I lack as far as giftings. I think about our creative team and, and all the graphics that they do week after week for all our ministries. And they do such an awesome job, don't they? Can we give our graphic team an applaud? You guys don't know, but they meet all the time. And uh, they set up an awesome QR code. I hope that you would use the QR code on your phone. It tells you all that's happening in our church and the ministries. And uh, it's a great opportunity for you to stay connected. And you could just kind of get to it at any time and, and see what's going on. So, so that's pretty cool. I, I don't have that type of gifting. Like sometimes they'll, they'll show it to me. Say, hey, Pastor, what do you think? And I'm like... You know, if it looks good to you, it looks good to me because it's really, you know, not my gifting, right? Uh, so, so there's things that we just, uh, we're just maybe not good at. Like I, I know that I can never be a part of the worship team. It's just not my, not my gifting, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with people who can read like a whole book like this, you know? Uh, you know, uh, uh, my wife, she can sit and she can get into a book and, and she can knock it out. And, and I know that some of you have that same gifting. Me, sometimes I got to read one paragraph two and three times over just to, to really get it, right? Uh, we, we don't always have, but, but there are people who have certain giftings. And, and, uh, and it's nice to recognize what we have and what we need, uh, even as believers, what we need, what, what we ask for, you know. Um, but you, you ever come before the Lord you ever come before the Lord? You ever be, come before God and say, God, help me to be better at this. Uh, help me to deal with this in my life. You know, and, but I, I would always ask, what's the motive behind it? Why, why are we asking this? Uh, why are we asking? Is it for a better life or is it to reflect the image of Christ in our lives and align our will with his will. Because I think sometimes we're, we're approaching him for a better life. A better life. But sometimes our life in Christ causes us to, to, to persevere. To persevere. And, and our request from the Lord always needs to be God that, that uh, I would reflect an image that represents you. And, and uh, that I would live out a life that pleases you. And sometimes that very life of pleasing the Lord is, is one that costs. It's one that you got to persevere and, and, and push through. Um, I wonder if our request to the Lord is lined up with some thoughts like this one. Help me to be better at sharing the gospel. Help me, Lord, right? 
Uh, instead of saying, Lord, uh, give me a new car, how about, Lord, help me to be better at sharing the gospel? Help me to be an encourager when someone is discouraged. Lord, give me discernment to discern the right and the wrong, to discern your will. Because sometimes our petitions before the Lord, uh, sometimes they're, they're just really focused on how to make our day better. But is God calling us to approach him as his disciple, as his disciple, uh, approach him and to ask him, Lord, help me to be better at what you call me to be. To, uh, what you call me to be, right? Um, so in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, Luke chapter 11, verse 1, it's a great chapter of prayer, but I like just to focus on verse 1, Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Just verse 1 this morning. Luke 11, 1. And it says, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. I love the request of this disciple, a petition's re a disciple's a request. I love the request of him. He says, Lord, teach us to pray. Uh, I love that he, he must have saw the example in Jesus, how Jesus always prayed to the Father. He always sought out the Father. He always wanted to be in the presence of the Father. We sang that. He always wanted to be in the will of the Father. And, uh, and this disciple says, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to be with the Father like you are with the Father. Uh, help us to have the connection with the Father that you have. Help us to approach the Father the way that you have approached the Father. So this disciple says, Lord, teach us to pray. So today I'd like to focus on this thought a request from the Lord that we would know that, that uh, we have this blessing of making petitions unto God but that our petition would be one that lines us up with the will of the Father. I wonder how many of us are walking around uh, and there's so many things happening in our lives and, and we need help with, right? We need help. We need, help. we need God's help to line us up with His perfect will. There are even some practical things in our lives that we need help with. And I love that the scripture is not only doctrinal for us. It's not only, te it's not only a, a teaching of theology for us, theological for us, but it's also a teaching that brings uh, practical life lessons for us. Right? So I, I, uh, there are so many things that we need in life. Even things like, Lord, help us to be good parents. Help us to be good spouses. Help us to be good friends to our friends. You know, there's some people that don't know how to be friends. Sometimes they're overbearing. Sometimes they ask too much. Sometimes they're not enough involved. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes we need, Lord, Lord, help us to, to be uh, friends. Uh, you know, my prayer always is, Lord, help me, to be, help me to be a good pastor, one that reflects your image, oh God. Help, help me, right? Uh, we pray, Lord, give us wisdom for the, for the moment, oh God, right? So what is our prayer? Lord, help me to be a good student of your word, uh, a good teacher of your word. Uh, uh, help me, Lord God, to finish what I start. How many know that sometimes we, we don't finish what we started? I painted the whole lower level up the stairs. I stopped right at the top. All right, I told Becky, Becky, I'm, I'm going to take this Thursday off. I'm going to finish painting. Um, because sometimes we don't finish what we start. Lord, help us to finish what we start. 
There are things in life that God wants to teach us, whether through his word, whether through mentorship, whether through watching others, through, through God speaking into our hearts, through life experience. Um, there's things that, that he wants to reveal to us and show us and, and help us with, but there must be this sense of desire on our behalf for it. And we should ask. The Bible says that we do not receive because we do not ask. So there is a request on behalf of the disciple today. Lord, teach me to pray. That our request before the Lord would be one that would really stir up God's perfect will in our lives. Three observations I'd like to share with you this morning with regard to this thought from this one verse. The first one is, our first observation is that it has to be the right request. It has to be the right request. Lord, teach us to pray. That was, that was a good request. That was the right request for that disciple at that moment. You know, there, there are some people that come before the Lord and they ask the craziest things. In fact, in Scripture, there was two disciples of Jesus, the sons of Zebedee, that they said to Jesus, can we ask you something? He's like, yeah, what do you want to ask me? He says, when the kingdom is established, they ask him, can one of us sit at your left and one of us at your right? What a dumb request. That is not the right request. That's not the right question. Compare that to the disciples who said, Lord, teach us to pray. I've seen how you speak to the Father, and we want to speak to the Father as well. These, these disciples say, Lord, how could we be at one at your right and one at your left when the kingdom is established? It's the wrong request. Right? Uh, uh, people come before the Lord, and, and uh, I, I love when the soldiers in Luke chapter 22 were coming. <laughs> they were coming to arrest Jesus. One of the disciples, again, we're going back to the disciples. One of the disciples tells Jesus, and he says these words, Lord, should we strike them without sword? So think of the disciples. They're fishermen. They're tax collectors. They're Levites. And here come soldiers. Lord, should we attack them with the sword? It's just, just a bad, bad question. A bad request. I love that this man... Uh, he did not ask the wrong request. He asked a good request. Lord, teach us to pray. It was a good request. I love that he didn't say, Lord, teach me to be a, a teacher like you, a preacher. He didn't say, Lord, help me to rebuke demons. Show me how, how do we rebuke demons. He didn't say that. He didn't say, Lord, show me how, how we heal the sick. No, he didn't say that. He didn't ask for riches. He had the right request. Lord, teach me to pray. It was the request that would line his life up with the will of the Father for his life. It was a good request. It was a good teaching. How many know that Jesus is our teacher forever? We learn through him through his life in the scriptures. We learn through him through the word. Right? He, 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 is, our, he is our life teacher. Uh, you learn how to forgive because the way of Christ forgave. You learn how to serve because Christ served. You learn how to be patient because Christ was patient. You learn how to bless others because th that's what Jesus did. You saw Jesus' faithfulness to the commission. You saw how Jesus prayed. And, and we learned all things through the life of Christ. So if anyone can show us the right way to live in the will of the Father, it is Jesus. Jesus, and we must make a request to him. Today I remind you that Jesus is approachable. 
That we can come to, to him and pray and ask. And, and he will open the door and he will minister to us. I love what Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. He says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. Uh, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. What a bold statement on behalf of Jesus. John chapter 14. Anything you ask in my name, he says, I will do it. So what, what does that mean in his name? It has to do with his will. Anything in his, anything in his name has to do with anything that has to do with his will. Anything we ask in God's will, he says, it's an absolute. It's not a negotiable it's not a perhaps. It's not let me see how you do tomorrow. It's not let me see how you did yesterday. He says, anything that you ask in my will, I will absolutely give it to you. I don't know if that means anything to you, but it stirs my heart. That's why with boldness, I come before the Lord and I say, Lord, you know, Carlos, you know, I, I need wisdom. You know that I need strength. You know my vulnerabilities and my weaknesses. And I know that in your will is that I, I could be as, as wise as I need to be for the circumstance, as, as, as uh, energetic for the circumstance, as understanding, as patient. So come with boldness, Lord. I, I need those things. And, and I know in your will, you, you, you want to help me persevere through the hard things I wonder if we don't always receive because the reason of our motive is to make our day better but not so much reflect the image of Jesus I wonder if we present petition before the Lord, present petition and we're like God where, where are you in this uh, the new job hasn't come through yet, are you just looking to make your day better man the, the house hasn't come through yet uh, that relationship hasn't come through yet. And we're looking to make our day better. But God is looking for his perfect will in our lives. And that our prayer, uh, our petition, our request would be more along the lines of, Lord, teach me to pray. Lord, align my will with the will of the Father. That your will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And that I would be a part of that. It needs to be the right request. And the church says, Amen. of course, when we ask, we have to have the right motive. In fact, in James, I said, you do not receive it because your motive is not correct. It has to be the right request. Sometimes the right request is, Lord, give me strength to persevere in this hard season. The right request needs to be, Lord, increase my faith that I may trust you and believe in you for this moment, oh God. Uh, maybe the right request is not the miracle, but the perseverance and the energy and the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding to push through the hardest times of life so that at the end of it all, God will get the glory and the name of the Father will be lifted up in high through our very lives. Sometimes the miracle will not allow us to see all the good that God is doing in us and through us and around us as well. So we have to make the right request the prayer made in the will of the Father. The right request. We must come before the Lord with the right request. And I love that this man said, Lord, uh, teach us to pray. And we could, we, we could ask of the Lord anything. You know, Lord, help us. Help us to be faithful. Help us to discern. Uh, help us to be content with where we are in life. Help us to be patient. Those, those things line us up with God's will, patience and contentment. 
and, and strength and comfort. Lord, uh, teach us to have faith to trust in you in all circumstances. There we will always find God. He, there is his will. There he will give us what we need. As we, before we move on to the next point, can we take a moment of meditation? Can, can you right there close your eyes for a second? Can you close your eyes for a second right there and take, take a moment? What is the request that you have of the Lord? Not about making your life better for the day. Not about making your day better. But what is the request that you have of the Lord that, that would align your will with the will of the Father? What is the request that you can make of the Lord this, this morning that says, Lord, teach me. Take a moment out and let the Holy Spirit meditate on. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you as you meditate on what God wants to speak into your life. Lord, teach me this morning to live a life that reflects you. Amen. Lord, teach us to pray. Come before the Lord with that very petition this morning. Come before the Lord with that very petition as you wake up in the next day. Say, Lord, give me the patience that I need today to live a life that pleases you, that I may reflect the image of Christ. The first one has to be the right request. The right request. And the church says, the second one, uh, the second observation, the request has to come from the right heart. Has to come from the right heart. Lord, teach us. I love that this disciple... He did not demand. Why don't you do it this way? Or you have to do it. No, no. But it was a plea. Lord, teach us. It came from a, it came from a position of vulnerability. It did not come from a position of entitlement, but more from a place of need. Lord, teach me. Not because I deserve it, but because I need it. We have to have the right heart. Lord, we do not know. Can you teach us? Have you ever met somebody who feels like they deserve it? I've been in the gospel so long, I deserve it. I've been serving God so long, I deserve it. I've given so many tithes, I deserve it. And, and there's this sense of deserving. But, but God wants to answer the heart of the person that comes empty and vulnerable of themselves and say, Lord, I, I know I, I don't deserve it, but I need it. Can you teach me? It comes from the right heart. It doesn't come from a perfect disciple. It comes from an imperfect disciple, one that recognizes their need. We can approach God knowing that we're not perfect and we don't deserve his teaching and we don't deserve his blessings. But we remember, I love it the way it says in Daniel chapter 9. It says in Daniel chapter 9 when Daniel prays to God, he says, But I remember that your mercies are new every day. Mercies. Not, plural, not singular, but plural. Your mercies. Sometimes we approach God the wrong way. With the wrong heart. You know, some feel like, no, no, you did it for them, you should do it for me. Uh, some say, well, why, why won't you? There's a sense of entitlement. No, when we ask, there needs to be the right heart. Uh, we, we must remember that we approach God with, with the right heart. Uh, uh, sometimes, you know, we need to remember that our heart is, is filled with all sorts of emotions and desires. Our will is filled with so many emotions and so many desires. And we cultivate so many things in our lives. And, and we must monitor that. 
And we must put that under submission, under submission of the will of the Lord. For the, Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So we must remember that we have all these emotions and all these things and, and desires and, and things we long for, right? That we must submit them under the will of God and, and come before the Lord vulnerable to obtain victory. Come before the Lord empty of ourselves to enjoy the things that God has for us. That's why I love what the psalmist says in Psalm 139 when he says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. I love that he says, Look at me. And then he tells God, And put me to the test to see if I will fail you. It's a, what a declaration. What a bold declaration. I, I would tell God, 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 Look at me. Testing. I'm not just sure if I'm ready for that yet. Um, it makes a bold statement. I, I want my heart to be so right before the Lord. Put me through the fire and see if I come out shining as gold, is what he is saying. Test me in this. What boldness. Do we have that boldness to say, Lord, I want to be so right. I want my heart to be so right, Lord, that if you got to put me through the fire to test me on this, do as you must. Purge me of all unrighteousness. The disciple that approached Jesus, he had this desire and this motive to be right with God. To be right with God. He had, he had the right heart. Uh, he had the right heart uh, for his disciple. For the disciple, it was like, I want to be like my master. And I love that about this disciple. I, I want to pray like you pray. Teach me to pray like you pray. He had the desire to reflect the image of Jesus, to live like Christ, to live this life that God had called him like his master, like his savior, like his Lord. And he says, teach me to pray like you, like you are praying. He had the right heart. Uh, he wanted to have the same connection with the father that, that Jesus had. He wanted to be like Jesus. Uh, we can come before the Lord with the right heart with the right motive, asking the Lord, teach us. And the Lord says, man, I will show you my glory. Man, what is, it, what, what is it in the life of Jesus that we also want to reflect in our lives? That has to be the goal of the believer. That has to be our goal. That has to be your goal. It has to be my goal. My goal that something that we see in the life of Jesus that we also want to see in our lives then we need to come before the Lord and say, Lord, teach me. This disciple saw prayer. What is it that you see? What is it that I see in the life of Jesus? Is it the way that he served, whether they were men or women? Is it the way that he loved? Is it, is it the way that he was patient? Is it the way that he blessed, whether they were poor or they were rich? Is it the way that he confronted, whether they were religious uh, or, or they were uh, ordinary men? Whether it was the way that he healed uh, the leper and, and, and the blind and the lame. You know, uh, what is it about Christ that we also long for? I hope that we long to be like Jesus because that's the right heart. To long to be like Jesus. To long to live a life like Christ lived. I love that uh, this disciple approached Jesus with the right heart. Not a spirit of manipulation. Uh, no, not trying to take advantage of it. 
No, no. Come into Christ with the right heart. Hungry and thirsty for God's will and God's way. Asking God to do a work in him. Teach me to pray that we will come before the Lord in the same spirit, in the same longing, in the same desire. Teach me to pray. Teach me to be like you. If we come before the Lord empty of ourselves, empty of our pride, empty of our cardinal desires, asking the Lord, teach us. He will open the floodgates of heaven and He will show us His glory. He will show us His glory. He will fill every, em every empty area of our lives and He will bless us with every desire of our hearts. If we come before Him vulnerable, desiring to be like Him, and we say, Lord teach us. He will meet us there. And He will minister to us. And He will help us. When we approach God, we must approach Him with the right heart. Not manipulation for our own gain, but approach Him to fulfill their inner need within us, to make the needed changes within us, to empty ourselves of our own will and live out the will of the Father through a life that resembles Jesus, His only Son. That we would have the right heart to be like Christ when we make this plea. Can we take a moment right now and meditate again? And could our meditation be, Lord, as we make an appeal unto you, Lord, that our heart would be right. That it would be pleasing to you. That our longing would be to live out the life that you have called us to live. Lord, keep us from our own selfish desires and help us to desire your perfect will. Give us the right heart, O oh God, when we ask of you, Lord. So we mentioned two observations. The first one is the right petition. The second one is the right heart. The third one this morning that we want to make uh, it was the right time. It was the right time. He wanted to learn how to pray now. I want, I want to do this now. Uh, I, it's not something to put on the agenda. It's not something to talk about later. It's not about getting a committee to organize it. This is a now need. It is for us now. Lord, teach us to pray now. We, we need this now in our lives, not tomorrow. Uh, there are particular seasons for particular things, but there is a particular need to reflect the image of Christ in our lives every single day, and that is not for tomorrow. That is for now. It was a current need. It was uh, the moment. It was the present tense. It was this second. Uh, Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus wanted to fulfill that very need. There are many of us that we are in a now moment, in a now need in our lives. There are many of us that are, are dealing with different things in our lives. And, and we're, we're, we're struggling and not, not knowing exactly how to manage it, how to handle it, how to surrender. Uh, and we're in a place in our lives where this is a now moment. It's not something for tomorrow. It's not something for next month. Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, we come before you with the right petition at the right heart, Lord God, and we are in need of it now. I remind you this morning that the Lord is capable of teaching us, of ministering to us, of leading us in our now moment 
in our present tense. I love that the Bible says that he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It has to do with every attribute of who he is. And he is the same in every moment, in every now moment of our lives. And we could present ourselves to him with the right request, with the right heart for our now moment. And there we find him and all his glory to minister to us. You know, perhaps you're in a now moment. Oh, you know, what is your now need? Uh, maybe your, your, your home is not reflecting the image of Christ your now moment. Lord, at home, Lord, I, I need wisdom for my home, wisdom for my family, wisdom for my children, wisdom for my finances, I, any wisdom for my decision making. It's, it's, it's now. It's not something that can wait till tomorrow. I, I, I need it now, Lord. And maybe we need patience. Maybe we need the Lord to deal with our character. Lord, uh, deal with my anger. Deal with my bitterness. Deal with my rage. Father, deal, deal with my racism. Father, deal with things that I'm, I'm struggling with. It's, it's my now moment, God. I, I need it now. It's not something that could wait till tomorrow because it doesn't reflect your image well. And I want to be like the Father. I want to pray like you prayed. I, I want to be like the Father. I, I want to be like, like Jesus. And I want to be in the will of the Father. Lord, help me now. Help me now. It's our, it's our now moment. Perhaps there's something key in your life and you're saying, Lord, this is a now moment for us. The question is, does it make your day better or does it align your will with the will of the Father? That's how we must present ourselves before the Lord. Perhaps we're at a time in our lives where, where we really need Jesus to teach us. You know, uh, many are waiting on miracles and, and waiting for, for, for God to do so many things. Well, maybe the Lord is saying, pray to know how to navigate this storm in your life. For wisdom and understanding and insight and discernment. To navigate the storms in your life. You know, maybe there's some of us that are, are dealing with issues and we feel like, you know, ah, I can't change. This is who I am. Maybe we're dealing with some level of brokenness or some level of addiction. And, and we know that it, it's, it's, it's ruining or it's, it's, it's uh, uh, damaging the, the image that we want to present. And we know that we're called to present. And there is a now need in our lives. What gets us there? The right request with the right heart. Brings us to enjoy a blessing for our now moment. We can come before the Lord right now with the right request and the right heart for our now moment and say, Lord, I need you. I need you to break every chain that has me bound because I want to reflect the image of Jesus. Lord, uh, give me the patience to, to control my, my characteristics and my, my way and my anger and the way I react and, and my lack of patience. Now, my husband needs it. My wife needs it. My children need it. I'm not reflecting your image the best way that I can at home. It's, it's now. It's not something that I could progressively get better. No, no. It's something that I, I want to see your will now in my life. My home needs it. I need it. Lord, help us to share your, the gospel, our faith. Now. It's not a tomorrow thing. It's a now thing. What is it in our lives that we know that we need it now? Not about making our day better, but about reflecting the image of Jesus. Because when we reflect the image of Jesus, we just make life better altogether. We make life better altogether.
Take a moment right now. Just close your eyes. What is your now need? What is your now need? What is it in, in you that you feel like, oh God, I teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. What is your now need to reflect the image of Christ? Lord, teach me, Lord. I, I, I need you, Lord. As we close our, our teaching this morning, we talked about the right request, the right heart uh, for a now moment. This is the disciples' request. As you uh, are navigating this new year that the Lord has put you on, you, your family, let us navigate this year in a way that reflects the image of Jesus in our lives like no other year has. And let us get ready to live a life that lines itself up with the will of the Father. How do we do that? By approaching God and saying, Lord, would you teach me to live a life that pleases you, O Lord. When Jesus is our Lord, we can make any request. I, I love, and I'm closing now, I love that it's his disciple. It's not a foreigner. It's not uh, somebody who needed salvation at the moment. It was one of his disciples that said, Lord, I want to I be better. I want to do better. I've walked with you. I've seen you. And I, I want to be like you, Jesus. Teach us to pray. As disciples of Jesus, I hope and pray that we would want to do better and I want to tell you that any request that you make of the Lord doesn't fall on incapable hands. But it falls in the hands of our mighty teacher. His name is Jesus. And we can make a request of him for our now moment and find his grace and mercy to help us today, present tense, right now. That our Sunday can change our Monday. That we can begin to live out this life that he's called us to live. And the church says, perhaps you're here today and you're far from God. Perhaps you're here today and you're far from God. And you say, you know, I know God, but do I, do I, could I deem myself a disciple of Christ, a learner of Jesus? I'm, I've been kind of far and, and I'm not connected. And well, then, then you don't know this joy to ask uh, to live a life that reflects the image of Jesus. You, you don't know that joy. But today, there's grace and mercy. There's an invitation for you to be a disciple of Jesus. There's an invitation for you to come to know Him and let Him be your Savior and your Master. Your Lord and your Master. Your Lord and your Savior. Uh, that you can come before Him and say, God... I'm so lost in my bad decisions that my requests are so many because I'm living the life that I think I should live and I'm making decisions for myself and, and I always find myself in a dead end. I always find myself in such a lack, in such a need, in such a loneliness, in such a depression, in such a, a, a dark place of brokenness that I need a Lord and a Savior. And he invites you to be his disciple.
And the Bible says anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord would be saved. The Bible says anyone who, who asks Jesus to be their Savior, at that very moment the Bible says that there is salvation for you. And then you become a disciple of Jesus. And you start this new life in Christ. One that gives you the right to come before Him and say, Lord, teach me to live a life that pleases you. It gives you that right. Because you become His, you become his son. You become His daughter. It gives you the right to ask of your Father. And he will meet you at your need and help you to live a life that reflects the Heavenly Father. A life of blessing, a life of joy, and a life of peace. Not a perfect life. He doesn't offer you a rich life. He doesn't offer you a life without storms. No, he offers you a life in the will of the Father. And in every circumstance of your life, you will see God there. You will see God in the need. You will see God in every one of your needs. It will be strength. It will be wisdom. It will be understanding. It will be knowledge. It will be God leading you and guiding you through every step of life. And I love that the Bible says in Psalm 73, the counsel of the Lord will lead us and then one day take us into heaven. The counsel of the Lord leads us. And then one day when our time on this earth is over, we will find ourselves in the presence of our Heavenly Father. In the very will in which we desire to live every day of our lives, that fulfillment will come one day when we find ourselves in the presence of our Heavenly Father. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, I, I, I need changes. I need changes. Oh, you can come before Jesus today and you can say, Lord, help me. Teach me to live a life that's pleasing to you. It's your now moment and it's your now need. And the church says, Amen. I'm going to invite you to stand this morning. Perhaps for the church, there's someone here today who says, the Lord is speaking to me and I need prayer and I would like prayer to help me apply the teaching to my life today. As we sing this next song, the altar is open if you would like prayer to help you apply the teaching to your life. And perhaps there's someone here today who says, man, I'm, I'm far from God. I need prayer because I, I need to get this right. Well, I encourage you to be bold and, and courageous today. And as we sing this next song, if you would just come right over here, I'm going to stand right there and I would love to pray with you. A simple prayer uh, that says, Lord, help me. Teach me your ways. God bless you. God keep you. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon. We pray it blesses and encourages your life.